0: disclaimer this podcast is recommended for 18 plus listeners we discuss spicy books and taboo topics please always check trigger warnings of books before listening as we discuss the books in detail there will be spoilers the following podcast is formed from our experience and opinions you, made
1: me feel like a goddess. So you were one-handed phone, buddy, reading that thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and buzzing in your other ones. Yeah. So. You make me feel like a god. Welcome to the latest episode of the Book Boyfriend Society, where we discuss a spicy book each week. The alpha hole of said book, as well as all things of the smart variety. Cover me in emeralds, baby. Treat me like your queen. We are your hosts, V and Haley. Buckle up, because things are about to get spicy. Take over your dreams. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Book Boyfriend Society. We are your hosts, V and Hayley, and we are so, so excited. We
0: finally did it. We have. It's so good to be here at long last after, I guess, coming up with the idea of chatting about something that we absolutely love and adore, which is romance books. Oh, cheers to that. Cheers. (laughs) So the Book Boyfriend
1: Society, you know, what is it? How did it come about? I was, we've been discussing romance books, mm-hmm. smutty books, Love spicy them. books. Oh yeah. And Haley and I originally colleagues. Yes. So, and this is how we were having the conversations and you had come up and said, you know, what did you say to me? You, was, you said something about why don't you
0: try I I said, um, it's just come to me. I've got such a good idea for you. Um, Have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And you went, hmm, well, I have but not about like romance books Mm. and the sort of books that we kind of like. And I said, look, I can really see you doing it. Now, I, in straight-up honesty, I never saw myself doing this with you. I saw this something that you would do yourself. And you're like, how about you do it with me? And it was like, sure, why not? Because we have so much fun talking about different books and different genres and having a good old giggle about them all. And um, so we sort of just went, sure, why not? And then the idea of, you know, it's like a little group. Yes. It's like a little. And because so many people have such. I guess there are people out there that look down upon the romance world.: Oh, yes. and they kind of put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take a look around the community of like if you look on social media and, yeah. and things like that, there, there's kind of little um, it's a community. Oh, 100 percent, people. The readers are so passionate, yes, so protective that we kind of went right. How about, you know, like you came up with this idea of calling it. The Book Boyfriend Society. I wanted it to be inclusive but
1: exclusive. Oh, yeah. To those particular readers. And I think where the society, you know, comes from in that sense is not only that exclusivity and the people, but also the book boyfriends that we cover. Oh, yeah. They're a certain type. Yeah. You know, these men, these alphas, I cannot wait to get through these books that we've got planned because it's what we love. And,
0: you know, we want to relive this and we want to share it and relive it with you guys. Yeah. And celebrate these alphas, celebrate these hot guys that kind of just stay with you long after the book's done. Yeah. And you, you kind of measure so many other characters against because they are so memorable. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. They stand out. And above. So many others, because let's be honest, how many books are out there? Oh, you should see the state of my
1: TBR. Uh huh. It's, it's an actual joke. And, you know, it's as much as it's all about the book boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, we get to have those moments with the, you know, female characters yeah. and, you know, side characters or whatever it be. And, or
0: the male and male character,
1: well, or the M- <laughs> M- MFM, or the well, whatever it be. You <laughs> know, I'm sure we'll cover it to some extent. But you know, it's and we've been discussing this as well. It's romance has always been looked down upon, especially the smutty. Oh yeah, that's spicy. Even the word I feel like has this stigma about it. Mm-hmm. But as we were discussing. Romance books are paying the
0: bills. Oh, yeah. They bring in so much money Mm -hmm. for traditional publishing houses, also for independent authors, self-published authors. There's a lot of women who are making a very good living providing for themselves and for their families by doing their own creations and getting them self-published. So – To me, there's nothing to sort of sneer at. There's nothing to look down upon. And yet romance writing and books are really looked down upon by a lot of people in the community. Now, I don't know about you, but I do not want to read, you know, these thrillers and these murder books and true life crime. Like, okay, yeah, there's a place for that. I'm just not interested. Yeah, no. I want a happy ending. I want a happily ever after. I want a love. bit of spice. a, um, yeah, no, a bit lot of spice, of, a lot of spice. I don't mind that, but I want that love to rule. Uh-huh, I yeah. want that you know the couples to go through trials and tribulations. Yeah, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you want love to be. All and everything. I love
1: that. I want trials and tribulations. I want chaos. Always. <laughs> <laughs> but all, but most of all, we want love. Yes, we do. I don't think, like, if I was to hear about a book and, and I was like, oh, is there a happy ending? And they're like, no. <laughs> you can bet I'm not picking up that book. I'm not going all in Mm-mm. for the trauma. That's no. not what I'm there for. I'm quite happy to go through the chaos and Mm -hmm. all that sort of shit to get to the happy ending. I can just about cope with that. Yes. But if I've done all that work
0: to get fucking nowhere, (laughs) oh, I'd
1: be off it for days.
0: Well, that's the thing. We like, how many times have we said, oh my God, that book broke us. Yes. That book broke me. But it doesn't mean it as, as emotional as it is, as invested as we become As traumatic sometimes as some of the books that we read are. Yeah. You always get the happily ever after. Mm. The H E A. That's what we're all into. Because you know what? Life's tough enough as it is. We want things to turn out the way we want them to for our for our heroes and heroines. How can we not? Well, and you know, what makes the book boyfriend? And everyone has
1: their thing, right? Oh yeah. So for you, what do you look for?
0: I am a sucker. For a leader. Okay. For a leader. Mm. Um, He's got to be in charge. He's got to be in control. He's sort of kind of tightly wound. Yeah. He's got his – he's running the world basically and everyone's sort of running around after him. Um, Yeah, I love that. I love the sort of the bossy, grumpy. Yes. But with a heart of gold. Love that. Yeah. It kind of – he just – I think that's the thing. Like each, each one of us have got something, but they sing. You can't. It's really hard to describe, but I liken it to there's something about them that just sings to you. Yes. There's a note that they hit that no one else can. Yeah.
1: How about you? Well, I actually like... I don't have really any book boyfriends yet. Like Ooh. I do, there is an author called Rena Kent, mm-hmm. and she's got a Royal Elite series, which I'm sure I'll talk loads about. And her in general, um, and Aiden and Jonathan Ooh, I can't are wait. characters of hers in the in her sort of universe of books that would would d- are definitely mm-hmm. them. But I just. In, in regards to any other book boyfriends, and I'm quite new to the Kindle journey, like mm-hmm. only at the sort of end of last year, 2021. Yes. So what I look for in a book boyfriend right now would be possessive, oh. obsessive. Uh huh. They've got to be an asshole. <laughs> I love that whole "I'm grumpy, hate everyone but you." Yes. And touch her and you die. Miss Mafia Queen. I was going to here. say. Yeah. I should mention that too.
0: Yeah. I was going to say hello, Mafia. Yes. Yeah. I like a bit of loyalty. No,
1: I don't like it. I love. You need it. I live for that. Yeah. You need it. Yes. So, you know, MC Queen,
0: mm-hmm. Mafia Princess. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm all about it. <laughs> Prince of Bursa, call me that. <laughs> so I guess like you're you into the, the possessive guys now. I am. Were you always like that? Were you into the fairy tales as a kid? I was definitely into, you know, well,
1: possessive maybe not so much, but I suppose Prince Charming didn't really do it for me. <laughs> like it was always the, you know, the the more mysterious characters and as I grew up it was a sort of Vampire Academy and yeah. Twilight and mm-hmm. I was probably about 15 16, when I saw Mum had a couple of books and one was Blame and the Flower Mm -hmm. by Kathleen E. Woodwiss. And it had this shirtless guy on the front, this damsel over (laughs) his shoulder, basically. And she's like, you should really read it. It's one of my favorite books. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. As if I'm going to go outside with that monstrosity of a cover. (laughs) I no, like, that's not my thing at all. And I couldn't sleep one night, and I ended up picking this book up at around sort of like 8 p.m. at night. I stayed up all night to read this book. I was just hooked. It was like nothing I had read before. It Mm. was so confronting. It had spice I'd never be. It was just such a like, whoa, what is this? What is this world? Yeah. The very next day, Mm -hmm. I'm like – buying any hard copy historical romance I can. And at this point, there it wasn't really online for me. No. It was going to like stores and shops, but more secondhand than anything.
0: Really? Because
1: it wasn't big in any of the bookstores. It was like you had that one little section of the same yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, there's not a big section of historicals. No, not at all. So once I, and I went through historical for years. Yeah. Then Fifty Shades came out. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit different. And I was like, oh, I like this. Okay. And then I didn't read for a couple of years. I really didn't. What? Yeah. It was like, oh, Oh I know I I really didn't. So we then go to 2021 Mm -hmm. and looking back, I'm like, this would have been like perfect fucking time to have got a Kindle. And I just didn't think like, what was I doing with my life? But 2021, probably around the September time, I read the actor series by mm-hmm. Sarah J Maas, which is fantasy. Yes. And I ate it up. I loved it. And then I went on a bit of a fantasy binge again. Yeah. We hit Christmas 2021. Mm-hmm. And V gets a Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Like that just opened up a can of worms in the best way, like gummy worms, <laughs> yummy worms. And... I've never looked back. No. And then it was just fucking spice. It was anything goes. Oh, yeah. Like anything goes. Sports, mafia, MC, spicy, billionaire. Like it just, you know. Love it. Yes. I'm still, it's been, it's been a great, it's been a great few months.
0: Oh, yeah. And because there's so many books and so, li- so little time. So what about you? So uh, what's your, you know, reading journey? Well, I guess, I mean, I've always loved a love story, mm-hmm. even as a kid, a sucker for a fairy tale, sucker for a soapy on yes. television. Um, she loves the drama. I, in On screen and in my books only, not in real life. Oh, you're definitely not into no. the drama in real life. I can <laughs> testify to that. No, no drama. Um, and then I got into um, the Sweet Valley High books, the Sweet Dreams books. And like, At the time, I was about mm, 10, (laughs) 11. Oh. By 12, I was reading Jackie Collins. Sorry, at 12, you were reading it. I
1: always remember seeing, like, at people's houses, like, especially women, like, if you went to, you know, your auntie's house or something, and she always had her um, photo on the back of them. And these really, like, stark-coloured yeah. You know,
0: wearing Cartier jewelry. Were they sexy? Like, what? Like, because um, I've never yes, read one. Yes. Yeah. They there sex scenes in them? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is the first time reading about guys coming and. And you're young. I'm very young. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Righty-o. Fucking
1: now. There's me like Edward. And you're like, <laughs> spank me, Charlotte. <laughs>
0: and then, you know, kill the guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> she had the mafia ones, the lucky, and I can't even pronounce it now. So I'm not. One thing to keep in mind, guys, I'm hopeless at pronouncing names. Oh, same. So, yeah. hopeless in general. <laughs> no, but, um, so from there I read, you know, Daniel Steele, which I think was air, all the rage at the time and Barbara Taylor Bradford and Vera Cowie. And then I went into Jilly Cooper, um, or the British one. And, um, and then just obviously so many other sort of authors at the time. And then over the years, I guess I went into that whole, not the spicy romance side of things. It was more the, at the time there was a whole lot of what well, they used to the term chick lit, which is yes. more just women's fiction. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until probably about 10 years ago that I got into, they were passing a book around work and it was Christine Fian's Carpathian series. And I'm like, what is this trash? And and my boss goes, you've got to read it. It's filthy. And I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I love her already. Yeah. And she's like, you've got to read it. And I went, oh, no. Like, no, don't be ridiculous. I read it. And I went, oh. <laughs> Mm. Oh, cool. so this is sort of more the her Carpathians are actually kind of vampires, but not vampires, but okay. that kind of world. Yeah. Now, there's a million books in that series. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, this is hot. I like it. And once again, a bit like with the Twilight series is they hook you in with that. I'll love you forever. Yes. And no one else. Yeah. I mean, that's your mine, yeah. and no one else will have you. Yeah. And like they, you know, that's their mate and they, yes. you know, they can't be with anyone else yeah. and they don't look at anyone else. Yeah. So all of that's kind of attractive in its own way. Mm-hmm. So I started there and then, you know, read so many of those ones and Nora Roberts and all yeah. of that. Now, you know, she's full romance but not the smart. Yeah. So she, like, she writes a good story. And from there um, I think it was, yeah, in 2020 when I got a Kindle that, yeah, my whole world opened up and I went, wow, Mm -hmm. who knew this was all out there? And from there, I've not looked back and, you know, I love my contemporaries. I love, you know, the billionaire romances. I love (laughs) sporting ones. And I guess, you know, there's so many different genres that have been a revelation of, of what I've enjoyed. And, you know, I guess we can take a deeper look at that later, but there's so many things for so many people and oh, so much diversity. Yes. It's not just, you know, women after these hot guys. No. There's like, whatever persuasion you are, like, there's something for everyone. For you. Yeah. There's someone, can, they're going to find something that they want and find enjoyment in it. So, and like you say, like, the you know, looking at the genres
1: and tropes, you know, you've got the enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. Typical. I, okay, ones that I had never really read, but uh, I'm into. Mm-hmm. Age gap. Oh, some, some of them have been great. Pod, yeah. Um, Not into the grandpa. Oh, mm, and yeah, the, I crossed the line. No, 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 no. More like, you know, that bossy boss and his, like,
0: whatever the situation really is. The I couple think. I've. Yeah, there's been. <laughs> oh. I like forced proximity. Yeah. Because I don't, because I think this is the one where I go in real life, this does not work unless you two are really hot for each other. Yes, very much. Mm-hmm. But the
1: same with like an age gap. If like, you know, that I've read a couple lately where it's like, if someone were, if I was in a bar mm-hmm. and someone was like, oh yeah, my dad <laughs> is with my ex-girlfriend, I'd be absolutely scandalized. Yeah. But in this book, I was like, that makes perfect sense. And I'm so happy for the couple, <laughs> but it's it just like okay. you look at stepbrother romance oh, is yeah. huge on Kindle Unlimited. At the moment, it is massive. I see it everywhere. Um, and again, it's not some, I don't, I don't personally think that if you were to, you know, hear about this, that you'd be like, oh, you'd be a bit like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But in the book, it makes fucking sense.
0: Yeah, I've not read many of those. I've read, I know I've definitely read one and I went, oh, when I, because it was a part of a series and I went, oh, it's not my cup of tea. And then I read it and I went, but this works for these two characters. Exactly. And I think that's where, like, if that's your thing, it's slightly taboo. It's not, you know, it's not a dark, dark romance taboo kind of thing, but it's slightly a societal taboo. Yes. So it's a little bit out there. Um, And yet people are lapping it up. Yeah. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. Um, you know, there's so many, like, there's the historicals, there's the, you know, the love triangles. Not a
1: fan of love triangles. No. I
0: just, it's not. So then reverse harem and not your thing.
1: Well, <laughs> and I've thought about this because I think that, you know, like, you've you said this, you were like, I think as long as everyone loves each other. And I was like, no, I think it's okay as long as everyone loves one person. And they, like, like, I, and, then, and, and I do, I don't know if this is like, I don't know. I always bring it back to me where I'm like, okay, well, what would I want? And like, if this was, you know, I was in that situation, I don't want someone loving someone else. No, we're gonna, you're going to start to realize what sort of person I am quite quickly in the sense of <laughs> what I expect loyalty wise, oh, what yeah. I expect, you know, from a partner in real life and my fictional ones. And so I think <laughs> that I could only accept people loving me. I could love them. But I don't want them loving anyone else. Oh, no, no, no. So I don't, I don't like to read that in a, in a book. Whereas I'm like, there's
0: enough love for right. everyone. <laughs> it's so different. It's so funny. <laughs> I sound like a right slapper. I'm out there. But love, is, love is kind. Love is for everyone. <laughs> but what I mean is like, I, when done well, I will say this. When done well, mm. the, I'm a sucker for the MMF. Okay. I, and when all three love each other equally, I'm – and when it's done well, hello, Sierra Simone, mm-hmm. you're so good at it. Um, I completely understand. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I get where you're coming. With some of the reverse harems, I look at it from the perspective. There's always one that kind of stands out yes. a little bit more than the others. And, once again, for me, it's more the leader, mm-hmm. the one in charge, who I go, yeah, 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 you love them all and you enjoy them all and you have them all singly and together. Mm-hmm. However, there's always one that kind yes. of Yes. Yes. You'd want to wake up with. Yes. Not in a sexual sense, but in a Yeah, the one closer to. That's the one I'd marry, I'd still yes. be with the rest. God,
1: kind I of sound really bad, don't I? Well, no, not really because, you know, you talk about MNF and I'm like drop the F. I love the MNs. They're great. Love them. I just
0: like I've read a couple lately and I
1: just adore them. Yeah. Yeah, so good.
0: They are huge, and so many women lap them up. So many men lap them up, but yeah. the women just go nuts for them. And as a
1: woman, like I don't like, I adore them, and I think I love getting to see, mm-hmm. you know, these. It's two alpha, like alpha men, or they whatever it is. Yeah, um, most of the time they're two alphas, and it's two, you know how how they're soft. It's mm-hmm. seeing those, you know, I feel like they're just so much softer in the MMs in a really endearing way. There's just
0: something different about it. I can't put my finger on it, but I love it. Yeah, because you get the explosive, spicy mm-hmm. things. You get all of that. And it is physically explosive. Yes. It's harsher. It's yes. Going for it. in, I can't say it any other way. But it is, you see these guys once again just soften slightly in a way they've never done it before for anyone else. Yes. And so you do go, oh. Yeah. And that they're like that for one another Mm. is just.
1: Oh, Oh, I love, I love. Yeah. What else do I love? Oh, we're getting into the nanny. (laughs) Do you know what? After after one that I read the other day,
0: I was like, okay, now I need to read like 20 of them. Yeah, they're very addictive, the nanny ones. And I used to be a nanny (gasps) and um, I have to chuckle. Go oh on. God, like yeah. Any hot ones? <laughs> no. Oh, for not for not sake, no, 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 no. because when, when you say hot ones I'm thinking Juliet, uh Julian Masters from TL Swans, mm. Mr. Masters. You you can't like he's ruined me forever. Um I've had some weird <laughs> daddy moments with the daddies. I bet. You- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd not write a book about it. No. Put it that way. Um, but yeah, like the one, um, like there's the sports romances. Yes. There's the alien romances, the monster romance. True. I have to say I'm not, I am not that I'm not into it. I've just not played in that world yet.
1: I have, I dabbled with, um, one of the girls at work who <laughs> was like, you need to read Ice Planet Barbarian. Yes. <laughs> and I have to say, I've, I enjoyed the first one. It was very different to anything I'd ever read. A
0: lot of people enjoyed that barbarian. But I haven't
1: dabbled (laughs) in anything else other than, I guess, like fantasy like Vampire or Mm -hmm. Fae or something like that. Yeah,
0: because there are the fantasy ones and and they are so popular, Mm -hmm. so popular. But, um, you know, the shifter ones as well. Yes. That's another big big market that people just seem like and people find their genre Mm -hmm. and they find their trope and they go, this is what I love, and they kind of seem to devour. Yes, and then they've got their favorite authors, yes. and they just sort of seem to, to play in those worlds. But
1: I know, boss. I mean, I love the boss ones because you know mm-hmm. our boss is like Danny DeVito, so <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, we just yeah, anything to get away from reality. But then and then you've got the dark. You've got the darker stuff. Yeah, and
0: then like, I, I, there's always two layers to this for me. A, yeah, there's a lot of dark. And it's like how dark is dark because I think everyone's, yeah. Yeah, it's such a shifting line Mm -hmm. because what you would potentially start out saying or thinking is dark, you can kind of get desensitised to it. Yes. And you go, well, actually, actually, that's not too bad. Yeah. And then you're reading a whole lot of stuff you never, ever thought you'd read. Yeah. I know that for me non-consent is a no-go. Yeah, like, not I'm so. not comfortable in that world. Like, sometimes in, in terms of a story and things like that, you can see why it's used. Oh, absolutely. I'm just not a fan of it. But I think as well,
1: it's like, uh, is that, is it designed as, you know, non-con, um, you know, Stockholm syndrome Yes. When it's all that sort of base. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I have read dark romance books where it's like, they call it, Dubious, like yeah, the dubious kind fit. Of where con. and a lot of dark romance authors that I've read recently, it's like, oh, okay, I think they set you up for what it's going to be, but it doesn't actually end up being, yeah, you know, non-con or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that darker theme, a bit more of that bully sense, I think, yeah, and they have to, you know, obviously put that in there because that's the
0: scenario, and that's I'm um, I not that I'm comfortable with it. No. I can read that easier. Yes. than the non-consent cuz yes. that I go it's so confronting. I've I have read a book and it was actually a um it was in a series and it was the female character actually had restrained the male character. Oh. And she did things to him and I went, "Oh my god, he's not consented to that at all." Oh, wow. Yeah, and I had such a strong reaction to that. And obviously there's it's predominantly the other way around. Hmm males yeah, yeah. you know doing it to females but this i had such a visceral reaction i went oh that is non-consent. like you can't do that to a person that's that's wrong and had there been trigger warnings on that i think so but i think i've gone so far on the series i didn't even really pay attention yeah i I will say this i don't really pay attention to trigger warnings they're just not my thing i get why they're there yes and i believe that they should be there yeah I just go, mm-hmm, yep, keep going. Yeah. Next. Yeah. And they serve their purpose, but I just know for me it's not something that makes me st- pause, yeah. which is the point of them. Yeah. I just like, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let me go on. Yeah. And I do, and sometimes I fall into these things and go, actually I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think like, and, it, you know, especially on TikTok, so I do videos. hmm We are about books and stuff separately to this. and I always put, you know, if I'm sort of referencing a book or I'm promoting a book or whatever it is, you know, and it's got trigger warnings because you just don't know what someone's trigger is. You just don't. And I think it's it's more, you know, a person's responsibility on them. Like if you don't want to, like you said, if you're going to skip right past it, you're sort of aware, I've skipped right past it. Yeah, and it's no one's, I think as long as it's there, you know,
0: it's not hidden and you're aware, Yeah, you know, go for it. And I think that's the thing. You know yourself and also our, you know, listeners and readers, you know what you're into and what you're not and what you're comfortable with and what you're not. Yeah. And I think each to their own. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people out there who are into a lot darker stuff than I'm into, you know, I read, um, you know, K.A. Knight's Den of Vipers. Yes. Now I was told I was recommended this book. Yeah, by a few people. Even you, you yourself said, "Like, give it a go." Yeah. And I went, "Okay." <laughs> it was a reverse harem. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't mind that. I'll give that a go. And it was just different kind of world. Yes. It was a lot more intense. In yeah. The like torture and yeah. The heroine herself was really kick ass. Yeah. And I'm a bit more into the. Submissive kind of, yes. And you know, there was blood play. There was fire play. There was knives going here, there, and everywhere (laughs) that knives don't normally go. There were guns going here, there, and everywhere the guns don't normally go. And I'm going, um, what? Okay,
1: it's so funny. It's so funny though, because you said just before about like desensitizing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. When I first read that book. It was my first at all of those sorts of things. Yes, as well as reverse harem, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. As I've started reading more, desensitized, and I believe- and I'm like, that makes sense. But I met in this, you know, outside world, I'd be like, you might, you know, need them to go to prison, but in this book, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yep. Let's scroll on, and you go, he's hot. Yeah, He's hot. Oh, he's hot too. Oh, and he's possessive. Oh, he wants to, he wants to carve my initials
0: into his chest. That's fine. Oh, go for <laughs> it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, but once again, out of all the four guys, I still picked the leader and went, yeah, yeah I'd marry a... him, but I'd still. Was yours Ryder? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. I think mine was Garrett because it was like the broody fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like he was one Garretts. Two. Yes. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the book. Mm. But it did push me to some limits and I'd go, I don't know if I'm okay with that. And it was the torture things that I had an issue with. Yes. Not so much like mm, sex all day long. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But the torture for me, I'm going, it doesn't, it's not my
1: go-to. No. In a book. But isn't it interesting because since you've read more mafia books. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, the torture in those books are nothing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, you ripped a tongue out. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. You fucked around. You told shit you weren't supposed to. Out it comes. Yeah. And everyone else, have you learnt your lesson? Yes. Because this will happen to you. Yes. Like I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, yes, I have been desensitised. So, while we will dabble in some of these books that are slightly darker. Yeah. You know, we even, like you and I have our limits. We're sort of not going to go too far down the way, way, way dark taboo path. But we're still... We'll play we'll, – we'll give some things a go.
1: Definitely. And we – you know, there's no judgment onto Mm-mm. what – I think that's the most important thing about, you know, us individually, us as a pair doing this and us as a podcast. There's no judgment on that. No. You know, it's, def- it's a safe space to enjoy this because I think, you know, looking at the TikTok and social media, mm-hmm.
0: it's like it can get ugly. Oh, yeah. People get passionate about their – their favorite authors or what they believe in or cancel culture or nasty
1: reviews for Mm -hmm. the sake of doing nasty reviews. Like I just, and reviews have stopped me reading a book. Yeah. And then I've picked it up maybe, you know, three months later, not realizing it's the same thing and been like, holy shit, I put off that book because of that review.
0: Yeah. And when you break it down, like each time you whether you're on Kindle Unlimited or whether you're buying the book outright online or whether you're going into a store and purchasing it, sometimes those reviews can prevent a reader from actually buying it. Yeah. And so, therefore, that author's going to miss out on sales purely yeah. because someone's gone, I don't like it. Grant. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes these reviews are just vile. Like who made you the messiah? Now, I don't have – a degree in English literature or all of that. I never, I don't have one. I'm not going to pretend I have one. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. Yeah. I'm not going to come along and criticise how something's written. Oh, that's so badly written. No. Who am I to say that's badly written? I can say I don't like what a character did. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit there and pull apart your grammar. No. Because who am I to judge? But a lot of people do. A lot of people, you know, look at everyone that ripped through Fifty Shades. Yeah. Such a terrible book. I'm like, bitch, please. Uh, It fucking sold enough though, didn't it? Bitch, please. You were one-handed reading that thing. Yeah. (laughs) And buzzing in your other ones. (laughs) And so do not tell me that that was badly written. Yeah. How many babies were born because of that book? How many sex toys were sold because of that book? Yeah. 100%. Just that, like that series of books. Yeah. Everyone judged it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's almost like as well, and I think this happens a lot, unfortunately, for the dark romance community as well. Mm -hmm. The the people that, you know, they really look down on it like, you know, we're so much better because we prefer more chiclet Mm -hmm. and, you know... We keep things in and it's okay to read any of it. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't need to be this massive thing all the time. And yes, whilst of course you can have your opinion,
0: mm. but there's no excuse to be nasty. No, like I've read clean romance. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Not and my I, thing. No. And it's not mine. And I found it and I went, oh, let's give this a go. Mm. Just to just to see yeah. what it was like. And I went, hot oh, guy, lovely girl. They were both celibate, even though they're not 20, like they're in their 30s or whatever. They'd been through life experiences. And I went, and? Mm. And? Because this is where I look at it. Like, am I a purveyor of smut? No. But I do believe in you need those moments of intimacy, passion to move the story forward. Yeah, definitely. I think you need it. Yeah. And when it's not there, you go, "Mm mm-hmm, this is lovely. Mm-hmm. what's next, what's going to challenge these people, Yeah. how are you really going to connect in a way? And I kind of just went, I read two of them and went, this is not my thing, I'm now bored. Yeah. And I went back to my smutty spice. Yes. One thing that you said is how you rank spice. Yes. So there's, yes, you know, it's like you've got, <sighs> like
1: you're, you know, like you were saying, your clean romance. hmm and then you've got your sort of, there's smart spice and erotica, really. Mm-hmm. So, you know, something a little bit spicy, you'd go, okay, it's got a plot. Yeah. And you probably get a sex scene in it. Yeah. And a couple of hot moments here and there. Your smutty moments, more as 50-50. Yeah. And then you've got erotica, which is you're there for the sex. Yeah. And... All of that's okay, but I definitely love that 50-50. Like if I'm not invested in the characters or what's going on. Yeah. Then it's
0: it's not the book for me. No. And I'm with you there because I like the erotica side. Yeah. But I want those, and usually you can tell those books. They're yes. They're 50 pages yes. long, 50 to 100 pages long. I want those 50 to 100 pages in 500 yes. pages. Yes, yes. Wrapped around an Like there's a massive story to go along with. Yeah. So I think that's wonderful, the erotica side, but it's got to have a story. Yes. And it's got to be a good story. Mm -hmm. And the characters have to be worth that investment of 500 pages. And a lot of the time they are.
1: And and like you were saying, like I think that's why, again, like I love a mafia Mm -hmm. or an MC. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I don't want to get picked up. In a truck or you know, an SUV, taken to a house, blindfolded, put in a room, mm-hmm. captured basically. Like, I would go to the police. I would beg for my life. When it happens in a book, it is perfectly okay because I know that even though he's an asshole, it's all going to be fine and they're going to end up in love. And you go, he's my asshole. Literally. My soulmate asshole. He's obsessive, possessive, will <laughs> cut off your hands. If he touches girl.
0: Yeah. Normal. Fiction. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Real life prison. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's where you go this, you're reading it to purely enjoy it. And this is what pisses me off. How could you read that? Mm-hmm. It's fucking fiction. It's not real life. Thank fucking God. God. Yeah. And I've had um, so many people say, what do you read? Oh, just a bit of smart, bit of filth. And I kind of downplay it purely because so many people have so many negative things to say about yeah. it. Oh, that's so, it's, you know, setting women backward. You know, it's so pathetic, the women in those stories. I beg your pardon. No, they're not. But they don't want to hear Oh no. how awesome these books are. Like these women, the most of the books that, that I read, that you read, these women, these women are employed. They've got good lives. Yes. They're productive lives. And they meet this amazing guy, and there's so many different variables.
1: But yeah, you know, and we go to real life, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at the, and this happens a lot on TikTok, and it's been so funny. I saw a, I wish I had her TikTok handle. There was this video, and she was like, um, "You know, how is your relationship with your husband?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Book talk version. We we go through all the scenes, mm-hmm. and we recreate them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's." Like you live in the dream girl. Oh yeah. You live in the dream. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's not just her that gets something out of it. You know, she's then having something with her partner and that's fucking awesome. Oh yeah. It's not just about, you know, oh, you read you read smelly so books and that's it. And mm. you've got a sad little life, which is what you're made to believe. We even had an interaction today Yes, where, where, you know, it was like we were swapping notes and we were trying to be coy. We couldn't, so we got (laughs) caught out. We try hard, but we don't. No, we're we're rubbish. And the girl that was in the room with us was like, oh, what are you doing? And I, and this comes back to, you know, even like smut shaming and you've Mm -hmm. even got a better story for this. Oh, yeah. So, she, and she was like oh well what sort of stuff do you read Hayley went straight for the jugular she's like it was smutty I died I was like oh, I was gonna go in for the oh just
0: romance Hayley killed it she went yeah. right in there yeah I went filth <laughs> yes. filth. and you went romance like <laughs> it was like that crossover and then I went filthy romance I was like and, and then I went oh who we're talking to lovely lady but I went and this is my thing. I've always fobbed it off. as smart off. Yes. Or,
1: you know, it's And I've always downplayed it. Yeah.
0: It's like, it. Don't yeah. read any of the pages, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because she was saying she was like <laughs> the funniest oh, thing. fuck. So, okay, this friend
1: of ours, she Lovely has. lady. Pff, she, up and doesn't read smart. She's not in spice. No. But someone, <laughs> God love them, had said to her to read Verity by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> and she was telling us, she's like, and I was on, you know, I was on the bus and I was reading this part and there was a you know his dick was in her mouth this <laughs> coming from this woman like if you only knew like i've never heard her say the word dick and i've known her for like 10 years and i was <laughs> floored
0: <laughs> i almost fell over <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and and I went welcome to our world yeah pretty much and then you left me in there as
1: she's like talking about it. I was like fuck me but you've yeah tell us what was the story you said about um it was something that you've been yeah because
0: I think you know and and I guess when you know when you reflect on it I've kind of bought this on myself because I talk about it oh it's smart I it's filth. purely to kind of Push it aside so people don't talk about it because people have had in the past such negative reactions to me about it. And you're, you're meeting it head on by saying that, right? Yeah, like I'm heading it off so people don't yes. ask any more questions. Um, and also over the years, so many people I know have come at me about, oh, you shouldn't be reading that. Like, oh, you're, you know, yeah. you're better than I'm, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm fucking – I'm into this stuff. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, I went to – it was 2020 and we're all in lockdown – and here bookstores were one of the essential things that were still open yeah. and i'd kind of been reading everything now i was someone who for years i had been resistant to buy an e-reader or a kindle mm-hmm. i was like no way in hell i like holding the book i like keeping the book forever i like rereading the book now i went okay, i can't board with everything i need something new and um I had done everything with Christine Finn. I, you know, read The Shadow Riders and the MC one. There's an MC book for Thank you. Me. I need to write that down before we go. And um, I went, I need something new. So, and I heard about Helen Hart. The Steel, Steel Brothers. Yeah, Steel Brothers. And I went out and bought the first Great three series. books. Because it was like they had the mm. brothers and four, three brothers and a sister. And I went and bought the first three books. And I went, oh. I don't like the cliffhangers, I will say that. I'm not a match of the fan of cliffhangers, no. but they've got their place. If the whole series is out, yeah. then I can enjoy them. So I went back and wanted to get the rest of the books of the series. Now, there were nine other books. Now these books aren't cheap. No. To buy hardcover in Australia. Or well, not hardcover, but like just y- paperbacks. In general. Books in general here. So they're about $20 each. Yeah. And I went and bought the nine and I took them to the counter. And the girl just looked at them, looked at me, looked me up and down and is just sort of sneered at the books. <gasps> and I'm going, oh, you didn't. And I felt like going, forget it. I'm not going to buy these. You can fuck off. And what a sale. too! Um, Nine books. Yeah. So there's $180. So. Wow. Yeah. And I went, I had that moment of walk away. Yeah, fuck you. And then I went. But I want the book. Yeah. Fuck. And, um, you know, like in lockdown, you could only go a certain distance and things like that. So I'm like, shit. Do you remember the store? Yeah, I do. We need to have a, like, pretty woman moment
1: when, you know, podcaster's out Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've got all of our, you know, (laughs) society army behind us to go back and be like, do you remember? Do you remember me when I bought those
0: known books and you looked at me like that? Hmm, Yeah. Well, look at me now. Look at me now. And that's the thing. And I went, I went home. I read those nine books and I went, never again am I going to have to feel bad about what I buy and what I enjoy. Next week I bought a Kindle. Yeah, wow. And I never looked back. Yeah. I found even smuttier and filthier books (laughs) and just gone, wow. And I've also found authors that I would never have found. Yes, same. And read stories that I would never have found in my local bookstore. Yes. Or even online because I didn't know to look for it. Yeah. So thank you. For as bad as the sort of smut shaming was in a way, I'm grateful for it because my whole world has changed. Oh, and and in Kindle we trust. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, my world
1: changed with Kindle too. Yeah. You know, as I said back when I was even 16, seeing that cover, it wasn't – I judged it. Not yes. only did I judge it. Yes. And then, you know, I was given that moment of, see, don't judge a book quite its cover. That mm-hmm. was a massive learning curve mm-hmm. for me, you know, in life in general, I guess. Um, but also then having to go through, not only did I shame that book, and then I, it's flipped and shamed on me because then I'm like, oh, how do I hide that cover when I'm out? Because I, yeah, I don't want to not be able to read it and mm-hmm. I don't want to have to talk about it. And if someone asks me, what am I going to say? Oh, it's about um, knights, the realm, and shit. Like, and a duke, yeah, very important politician, man, king. <laughs> like, you know, it was just it gave me anxiety just thinking about like having to explain what I was reading.
0: He wears a kilt. <laughs> 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 oh no! Like that. So there's so many. Like, if, back in the day, like you know, the back, old, you know, the old Fabio days. The pirate shirt. The you know. Her bodice was ripped, and you know, his breeches were kind of half undone. And you know, all of your Hannah Lindsay's
1: were like that. She yeah. was
0: one of the authors that I used to read a lot of, too. Oh, okay. Because I never really got into them too much. I did have um, an experience with, I think I did read a Hannah Lindsay, but I read a Barbara Cartland one. Okay. And that was scandalous. I don't remember. She wrote so many where, you know, the whole scandalous thing. And I was about 13 at the time when I read it. He touched her. They weren't wearing gloves when they were dancing and um they were touching hands with that's enough her. stop right there <gasps> you know oh my god we are not that kind of podcast dreadful <laughs> scandalous but i went on to read a couple more and um it's not my favorite go-to yeah. genre but i really enjoy it when i do because i think i don't read them all the time so yes. when i do i yeah. really enjoy them um and i know A lot of people that is all they read, yeah, because it's that's their world, they love it.
1: And I think for me, even back then, even at 16, Mm -hmm. you know, I was very loved, you know, Pride and Prejudice, the Keira Knightley film, and Mr. Darcy. And I think it was the values, it's the values, it's the loyalty, it's that old school gentleman. Uh, But then I went a little bit rogue (laughs) (laughs) and I met my mafia men, and they just they're honorable. Bastards, bastards yeah they really 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 are so I guess
0: realistically this podcast is just an excuse to talk about them all the time really oh yeah we I mean we enjoy discussing books and the characters yeah. and how you know we there's so many times that we go oh my god that book broke me yes how many times have we said that too many And you know it's a good book. Yes. And I've got authors that I read who I'll sort of put down as there's an echo after you finish a book. Yes. There's an echo and it will last probably around a week, Mm -hmm. sometimes two depending on the book. Yeah. And it's like these characters are there and the story is continuing and they're just there because it's so, and this is why I get angry because people, you know, are so flippant about romance yeah but some of these stories are incredible oh I'll stay with you for life their characters are amazing yeah and they just sit with you and yeah I've got a few of those and I just oh, yeah so we'll touch on those as um you know a few episodes away and down the track and we'd like to hear from you like From you all, what books broke you? What changed your life or perspective or perception of romance? Yeah, what would you what would you like us to talk about? What Mm -hmm. books would you
1: like us to read and you know have on the pod? Have you had any embarrassing moments? (laughs) What were you reading in public? You know, or what audio book? You know, there's got to be something, and we want we want this we want you to be a part of it just as much as we are.
0: Yeah, like do you listen to your audiobooks where other people can hear them? I wouldn't. And what have people heard? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, send us anything really. That would – can you imagine some of the things we read if people heard them? He slipped his hand under her skirt.
1: Oh, me just get out on a minute.
0: Forget the hand. What else has been <laughs> slipped under there? Like, you know. Yeah. There's so many things that um, <laughs> that we've had fun with. oh with my these God. Books. there's been so many so many moments. You know, it's, um, it's interesting how, just in the last few years, how much the industry has changed, yeah. with you know, social media and, and look at TikTok with BookTok, and how that's exploded. Yeah, and how there are so many authors who are getting a chance that they never had before. Yeah. What's the, is there an author that you found that you would never have found before? Rena Kent was the main
1: one. And so was Michelle Heard, both mm. very comfort authors for me. Yeah. Um, Rena Kent's a little bit more on that dark, little like skims the darker side and Michelle Heard um, does a little bit of everything, but I sided more with her mafia books. Yeah. And these are books I reread to this day. Yeah. You know, since starting. Yes,
0: definitely. But I am so open to adding to that roster. This is the thing, like, because I always like hearing people's who's your go-to author. Mm. Like, for me, it's T.L. Swan. Yeah, you do say that. A lot. I just, her characters sit so well. Mm -hmm. And I haven't read any of her books yet, so. Oh, I can't wait for you to to play in that world. Um, J.A. Lowe, she's another one. She does, you know, Rockstar and she does sex club
1: oh god yeah of course you'd be into that <laughs>
0: <laughs> why does that not
1: surprise me
0: yeah and i love donna alum and also sierra simone there's quite a few like but they're the ones who i've reread their books yeah. multiple times there's just something about them that i do um that they're comfortable and they're you know interesting and i love the characters um and there's and i will say I have got a couple of book boyfriends from these from those particular authors, and uh, I know you've said you haven't not met... Really. Not you really. haven't found you've, you've kind of not found the one. Yeah, like Aiden and that are there.: but, Yes. But I think, you know, sometimes we find them in the books. Mm-hmm. Some of us find them in real life. That's true.: Yeah. Have you had a book boyfriend
1: moment? I mean, I, I have, actually. I mean, we're not together or anything, but I feel like this is probably a good candidate. So my book boyfriend moment was I had moved to Sydney Mm -hmm. two years ago and it was just for a bit of a fresh start and landed and I went straight out and I was in Potts Point, and I was doing a walk and I just had that, I just knew I had that starry gaze in my eye. Mm -hmm. I was so happy to be in Sydney. It was a glorious, beautiful, sunny day. And I was so giddy, smiling, just at nothing. And I was walking down this street and I'm sort of looking around and I'm one of those people that I don't, if I'm sort of walking, I don't really notice anything that's going on around me. But today I was noticing everything and I've looked to my left and there's this guy sort of leaning up against a lamppost (laughs) and he was hot, but he looked a little, like I knew even just by looking at him, like you're hungover. It was, it was like, oh, you've had a big (laughs) night, buddy, but yeah, you still make it work. Carried on. And I would have walked past about, I guess, six shops at this point. And I sort of hear that (gasps) come behind me and a tap on my shoulder and I scare very easily. Yeah. So I was like, (gasps) and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to scare you. But I, you know, you smiled at me and I just... sorry, I had to come and get your number. Wow. So, and at this point, usually this is where I'd been like, oh, um, no, sorry. I've got a boyfriend, but I was so shocked Mm -hmm. and I don't even know why I do that, but I was so shocked and surprised by the whole thing that I was like, oh, okay. And we ended up going for drinks at a, um, jazz bar. And we actually were seeing each other for a little bit. Nothing ever really came of it, but it was one of those where it was a scene in a book. Like it was. Like a it's, meet cute. It
0: was.
1: <gasps> so, we want to hear your versions if you've, if you, you know, have had a book boyfriend moment, if you're with your
0: book boyfriend now. Yes, because some people meet them and just go, oh, he is book boyfriend worthy. Yes. Like, I haven't had a book boyfriend moment in real life yet. Yet. However, I've had experiences that are book boyfriend esque. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but have you ever heard a song that reminds you of a particular character? Yes. Have you ever had a cocktail? And gone, Yes. This is true. Yeah. Like I had a moment just last week. I was, oh, uh, I was needing a margarita. And I was gonna go home and make one. And I all day I'm like, I'm gonna have a margarita. I'm gonna <laughs> make a few. And everyone's like, I'm coming over. And I went to my local to get. Or you tequila because in I had everything but tequila. And I went, I need to get some. Picked up a bottle, spent ages trying to pick out which one I wanted. And I walked past and I went, yep, walked past the whiskey. And I went, hmm. uh-oh, no. mm, put the tequila back. Oh, oh. Picked up some Highland Park, right. 12 year. There she goes. And I went. Julian Masters and I are going to have a night together. Oh, and I've heard <laughs> a lot about this man. I've not met this man. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is a guy that savours his whiskey. Not that I'm not saying he drinks that, but I went, this, I've been to the distillery. It's a, you it's said a, esque. Esque, yeah. So I've been to the distillery. It's a bit of a sentimental favourite yes. of mine. And I went, mm-hmm. I'm going to savour this oh. and pretend I'm sitting with him. Like that's the thing. I don't know if you smell cologne and it reminds you of characters and you go, that character would be wearing this.
1: There was actually a cologne. It, was, it wasn't necessarily even a character, but you know when you just go,
0: oh, that hit different. Yeah. Yes. So that's the thing. Like I do notice things a little bit out there. Yes. And I do bring it back to some stories and Love characters. That. And I think sometimes, you know, I talked before about echoing. But sometimes these characters sit with you in different ways. Yeah, yeah. And are memorable for different reasons. Have you ever tried a cocktail that was in a book? Like have you ever – like think about the places that we actually get to visit. True. Just by reading these books. When we're all in lockdown, we couldn't travel. No. Yeah, I went to South America. (laughs) I was first class on a plane. Yeah, like there's so many places that I went to Europe, I went to Russia, I went to – You know, I was kidnapped. (laughs) I was on the back of a bike. (laughs) We were in very different worlds. Yeah. But that's the thing. There's all these things. Still enjoyed myself, though. Obviously, like I don't put myself in all the books, but you do go, I'm getting to experience different things. Even though if I, you know, say for example, I can't travel at the moment. Yeah. And that's the beauty of, of books. And that's the way I look at them as well. So yes, they're beautiful stories. Yes, they're hot stories. But they're interesting and we love them they've
1: changed our lives and I have no doubt they've changed your lives and this comes back to you know why we're doing this and we would just love to share this with you all come along for the ride uh, our first our first book is going to be
0: drumroll please Haley. you can do the rights on this one oh okay it's from one of my favorite authors I think it's a great place to start it's TL Swans, the stopover. We're going to be meeting the Miles Brothers. <laughs> so excited. Oh, like, if you're into billionaire hot assholes, no, let me just rephrase that. He's not an asshole. Yeah, he is, but let's call him an alpha hole. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Delicious. I think I did my
1: head examining if it was a no at this point.
0: Yeah. It's just a really solid start. And They're a a fun group of brothers and I think we're all really going to enjoy them. And I'm just putting it out there now. Okay. I'm putting it out there. This guy, Jameson Miles, officially top two book boyfriends. Oh. Putting it out there now. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you come along. I hope you've already read it. Yes. Because I know this author is so popular. These yep. characters are so popular. And, um, yeah, I hope you have already read it. If not, get onto it. Yes. we And I think because, you
1: know, going forward now, it will mainly be on a book each week that we'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And ideally you would have read the book. There will be spoilers if you haven't. So, you know, come along for the ride. Yeah. Next week is the stopover. You've got your homework. Get reading if you haven't read it. If you have, we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, come be part of the Book Boyfriend Society. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.